What's up, Clay? How's it going? Dude, I'm so good. How are you? Dude, this is going to, I'm, I'm, I'm doing fantastic right I'm, now. I'm yoked, man. This is, I know. I'm all by myself. My wife and daughter are hanging out with somebody else. And so I'm just all by myself, ready to geek out in my living room. <laughs> this is going to be good. I like set up, we have like a little couch in our like downstairs basement room. And so I like have my blanket and everything and I'm just hanging out in the corner. Yeah, this is going to be good. Yeah. I've been we'll looking forward to here. this for a while now Oof. we've been talking about doing something like this for a while oh man okay so let's let's just get into it right yeah let's yeah. do it all right so my plan was because you're going to be the expert here i'm, oh, I'm counting on you being the expert um you're just going to know a lot more of the comics and more of the deeper facts than i will um, so I have like a lot of questions and a lot of speculations and things that struck me. Um, yeah, I, have the, I have the, uh, the Bible of knowledge here. So <laughs> we can use that for reference on more of like the comic stuff. Cause that's definitely what this book is more about. Um, so okay. there's, there's a lot of stuff in this that, um, that, you know, sways off from you know the mcu and how the movies and that kind of stuff do it but it does definitely give some interesting insight and um it also you know obviously is cool to see how it how things line up with the the comics and that kind of stuff right yeah and i if that's always something that's intrigued me of like the mcu and how they've been able to somewhat stick with the comics but also like find a way to put their own twist on it and I've never gotten into the comics myself. And so I just look at the films as being amazing. Um, but then learning about the the comics behind it, I'm just like, okay, I can see where they got that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's so tough too, because if they possibly could fit everything from the comics into the movies, they would have had like 500 movies by now and it'd be way too big so yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't i don't think people actually understand how many comics there are i mean no just cool. insane well and how many different spins and twists off of there i mean they all every, i feel like every character has their own spin off in some way and the comics kind of deal yeah. which is you know yeah. kind of like what they're doing with these you know the the series the Netflix, or not the netflix but the disney series like oh man so that was like one of my first questions is like we just finished WandaVision a couple of weeks ago mm. and we jumped right into, into Falcon Winter Soldier. Well, how, what do you think of what's like of these, these series that they're doing now and like how they've been able to transition from the movies and the last 10 years of building up to end game, end game happening. And now what's next? Cause I think that's been my biggest question before like these series started coming out of like, where are they going to go? Like they just hit a huge, huge milestone. What can they do now to keep progressing and keep people interested? Well, I think the, I think the big thing is, well, first of all, if anyone comes across this um, and has not seen Endgame and Infinity <laughs> War, and preferably the 21 movies leading up to that <laughs> might not want to watch this because we're 
assuming that you've seen everything and are going to yeah. understand what we're talking about. So you don't want us to spoil anything. Click Just leave and go video. watch them. <laughs> <laughs> Click on the video and go watch all the movies in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think, I think what is so wild about what they've been able to do is, you know, we see Endgame as, you know, the ultimate success. We saw it as, you know, they brought everyone back. Um, they end up beating Thanos. Um, you know, you have some loose ends that don't get tied up um, with Endgame, which left a little bit open, I would say. Um, you know, with at the end, Thor, you know, leaves Asgard. He leaves Valkyrie in charge goes with the guardians um, and Quill is looking for Gamora. Uh, we don't know where she is. We don't know if it's possible to bring her back somehow. Um, right. You know, we have the, the scene with, you know, Captain America staying in the past and, you know, giving the shield to Sam um, and that kind of stuff. But I think the, the thing that Marvel has really taken and, gone with the most is what are the negative effects of the blip what mm. happened that we can pull and make something out of because it's yeah. basically what we see is you know they kill thanos and then all of a sudden it's five years later we don't know what happened we know that right. the earth is in shambles we know that every planet is in shambles but we don't know who kind of took advantage of that time and what they did. Um, yeah, know, we, we saw that with WandaVision, um, kind of with the rise of S.W.O.R.D., um, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, but we really see it now in, in Falcon Winter Soldier, um, just with the Flag Smashers. Um, you know, you see that with um, this, this need for a new Captain America um, right and everything like and, this new world that's like yeah. people are wanting to create kind of deal yeah yeah and and people that almost cynically enjoyed how it was when half the yeah. the population was gone which is why right yeah like they were almost on thanos's side yeah you know of like it's, it's almost like they came they, they bought into exactly what thanos wanted yeah of yeah, salvation exactly. and, and being able to start new with with half of the population gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is crazy because at the you know you think about it too of like in the movies if people are just running like the 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 population is just running around going crazy of like people are just turning into dust right in front of them and they have no clue why you know mm -hmm. the war is happening all the way in Wakanda and africa and people in the united states are blipping away mm -hmm. it's like what the heck's happening so like that initial phase of like holy cow what's going on yeah but then the rise like you said of like the flag smashers or something you know someone like that of like no this is actually good we like this and we're we're moving forward from the blip but we almost like having half the population gone and it was and so and, how can we keep it that way and you know the flag the, they, they talk about it in episode one i believe of falcon and winter soldier they talk about like why did the flag smashers um become what they did 
and and what they talked about was they enjoyed the world without borders. They enjoyed the yeah. world, the world was operating, you know, basically it wasn't every country for itself. It wasn't every city for itself. It wasn't every government for itself. Mm-hmm. It was, we have to figure out how to operate as a planet almost. Um, right. And, and, you know, details like that, we just didn't see that in Endgame. We kind of no. have a one-track mind in Endgame of get the stones and, and fix it. But we didn't understand all those details, which, again, it's a huge loophole that we didn't even think about when we watched Endgame. Mm-hmm. No. No, we just thought, like, oh, great. Thanos is gone. Like, no. they fixed it. They, they brought the world back. Which I think, I mean, that's what I think is amazing about these series is like they had a whole bunch of minor characters that were building up over the last 10 years. And at the end of Endgame, you saw Iron Man, he was gone. Captain America, he was gone. Thor, you know, I'm sure he'll come back for right now. He's gone. Uh, The Hulk, he's, you know, Bruce Banner, Hulk mix kind of deal. Like, yeah. Basically, those core Avengers are no more. Mm-hmm. And so they have all these minor characters. I think that was a beautiful job that Marvel did. Building things up of like, all right, we have these characters that we can kind of throw some snidbit information in there throughout the series, those 10, 10 years. And then Endgame, we know, is going to be the end of the big guys. Now we can transition because we built up enough you know, information and and want to like desire to learn more about those characters now they're running with it and i think it's amazing what they're doing instead of doing movies i mean obviously like COVID times it's hard to go to a movie theater now because everything's shut down and things are opening back up but this is so much better this is like it's it's as if they made basically a six hour movie and they're just giving it to us week by week and it's awesome page (laughs) page was like you know they could have done this with the Lord of the Rings extended version. You know, that's basically oh. what they're doing is like that's six movies or four, three movies. If you do the extended versions are like four hours each, mm-hmm. you divide those up to one hour a piece. And it's like, you can have a, quite a series out of that if you wanted to, that's what they're doing here. Yeah. And it's incredible. I think oh, it's, it just, fantastic. it's so captivating. And I mean, look what the, look what they did with the movies by like drawing people in and keeping people waiting for, months for that one movie to happen mm-hmm. and now they're like they're still doing that but they're doing it in a different way of like one episode a week gives you a bunch of information but allows so much speculation to occur and like wonder of like where are they going with this yeah and was, what, I mean, what is every, the plan that was every episode of wandavision for me and yeah. I, I think i i feel that way um I feel I feel the same way about about Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, I think the difference, the big the big difference is that you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, it it feels like Marvel. It, yes, it, yes. WandaVision did not, not for the long. It time. was. It took me. But I think that long. was a good thing. Oh, it it was exactly what they needed. I, I think. Yeah, I think it was the it was a perfect series to start this next cycle, Phase Four. You know. Yeah. Like. It was it was perfect for because it was so much different, and people had no clue what they were going to do with it. There was no like 
information or real things spoiled. At least I didn't hear any, and I wasn't yeah. really looking for much either. But um, you kind of pointed out some, yeah, yeah. So, and then, like you said, Falcon Winter Soldier right now, it is it is totally Marvel, but they're doing it in a phenomenal way by doing it in a series, I yeah. think. And they're introducing people. And, and this, I think I looked over, you know, kind of the notes that you had taken and stuff. And the way that they're introducing, you know, people from past movies is just freaking awesome. Like, yeah. it is phenomenal what they're doing with that. Like, Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some of these episodes because right now we're halfway through. Uh, we're, you know, through three, three episodes of the six. I was just going to let's just kind of just talk about each episode a little bit and just go through that. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, that that first episode coming out, like, what do you think of that? The first scene, I think that first scene with Falcon explains exactly what you said like this is marvel like no. this is what marvel is supposed to be kind mm-hmm. of deal yeah and no, I, I totally agree yeah and i don't know i was there was so many um i was just doing some of my own like research and stuff of just like cameos i guess you can say in a way of like how uh you know falcon jumped out of the plane without a pair obviously he doesn't need a parachute but just like how captain jumped out of the plane in uh in winter soldier and how iron man jumped out of the plane i think it was in iron man 2 um something like that or 3 one of the two but just like those little like quick references back to the old movies is i, I, I was great it was phenomenal yeah, and along the along the same lines of that i saw um you know in the museum the the captain america display of the museum um just such a quick moment in the first Captain America movie. Um, he had just gotten the the serum. Um, he doesn't even know how to walk in his new body. And mm-hmm. that guy fires the two shots in, in the lab and then takes off. Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, you have that guy, um, gosh, I can't remember his name, but, um, you know, he's holding that kid hostage by the by right. the and yep. there's all those people there and he throws the kid into the water and um and the kid goes don't don't worry about me i can swim and so captain America just kind of stands there for a sec and you see someone take a photo of him mm-hmm. in the first movie mm-hmm. and he has the trash can thing as a shield the li- and oh if yeah look, if you look closely in the display of the uh of the exhibit um yeah of the of the of the museum exhibit you can see that photo on display oh really the photo of him holding the trash oh man took. yeah and so it's wow. just, oh it's so cool how they have taken just the most minute details and i mean it's a full 10 year payoff for that one yeah. deal right right yeah it, it was incredible and like um yeah no i just thought that that whole scene going to the museum was super cool and i just loved like the faded out like shield with with sam standing there and just kind of like portraying kind of like a future of like this is what it's almost like this is what he's supposed to be 
mm-hmm. but he just isn't there yet. Like you can see the hurt and the sorrow in his eyes and his facial expressions. You can, you can almost feel it in your own heart of like that sorrow of Captain America is gone. Mm-hmm. And, and he asked me to step up and I, I'm not worthy enough to step up right now kind of deal. But the, the faded shield kind of like reflecting over him is almost, it kind of like just like made me think of like, I'm not worthy yet, but like, I'm going to work to it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm on that path, whether Sam is, you know, acknowledging that or not, it just is like portraying this, like he is going to work towards it, whether he wants to or not kind of deal. Yeah. And, and he's just not ready at that moment. And it's interesting too, because um, in the, in the comics, you know, you have, you have that kind of go two different ways. Um, you know, in a lot of the comics, it's actually Bucky that gets the shield. Mm. Um, it's, it's Bucky that ends up becoming, you know, Captain America and that kind of stuff. Um, Interesting. But, but then you have others where it's, it's Falcon that becomes Captain Falcon. Um, yeah, yeah. So, again, just the way that the comics just spew off into so many different right. things. Which there's so many like hidden things in that too, because, um, oh, who's the, uh, the military agent that helps out Falcon and in, on the capture, uh, get the, the army guy back. And then also like, Last he's the guy that goes to, I can't think of a first name. No, not, not Sharon. Oh, not Sharon. Um, no, oh, I'm talking uh, in the first episode, the, the yes. guy who is, yes. um, it, it, um, anyways, that just from some of the things I was reading up on of like, apparently there's potential chance of like, that is kind of, um, you know, Sam's, I'm going to say sidekick in a way. And in the comics, apparently when, when Sam does take up the shield and become captain Falcon, uh, there's a crossover where that, um, that army guy then gets his own wings and becomes the new Falcon. Yeah, and, his and name, for his a little bit, uh, his name's Joe Quinn uh, Torres. That's that's his there name. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I thought that was really unique. Something I learned. I don't know what it like, really talks about in there, but I was like, mm-hmm. that's interesting to see. Again, it's kind of that building up of like we know that's what Marvel does is they build up these small characters, yep. and then they they bring them more to fruition. Is that something that possibly is going to happen? And maybe not in this series, but in this phase four, this, you know, post end game time period, wherever, you know, whatever's next here. Yeah. Could we oh, see more oh. of that kind of stuff in those characters building? And right now we just don't know mm-hmm. until, you know, later on kind of deal. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, what did you think of Balrock coming back in and, being kind of the main villain again there in that first episode. You know, it's funny. I, I don't, I still don't know if he is our villain. I know. I really don't. I, I don't know. Um, you know, obviously. Cause you're, you're talking about Zemo, aren't you? No, no. Ball rock was the, the main villain that uh, Falcon fought in that first oh, little duh. fight on the plane. Yeah. Um, and he was he was the the villain on the ship 
and yes. Winter Soldier. Exactly. Yes. Sorry. Um, you know, the it's funny how many parallels you have to the fight scene in Winter Soldier. Oh yeah. It's exactly the same. Huh? If you it's were to put exactly. them like side by side yeah. with each other, <laughs> it, it's so wild. Like they they did it exactly the same. That's so funny. Yeah. Do no, you? I think that that is. I, I obviously, you know, that's a total tip of the cap to Winter Soldier, and and it really shows that like the threats that were there at that time are still out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you know the world is still in fear of manipulation. Yeah. At this time. So I I have a. A conspiracy to run by you to see what your thoughts are on it. Hit me with it. As we as we know from Winter Soldier, um, Balrock was hired by Fury to hijack the ship and was keeping information away from Captain America, as we saw like later on throughout that movie. Um, do you think that Balrock was hired again by the government to? do something in that form to have some effect in the same as he did in winter soldier to keep information away from Sam. I don't know yet. I don't think we can answer questions about what the government is doing until we get more info on, um, the, the new captain America. Yeah. I think that that guy is sketchy as heck. Um, <laughs> yes that Wyatt the his yeah his name's Wyatt Russell um the new the new Captain America the guy that passed all the physical tests and blah 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 mm-hmm. um in the comics you definitely see um yeah why Wyatt is in the comics and basically what ends up happening to him is he becomes Captain America um and he he tries for about 20 minutes to be as humble and as, um, you know, selfless as Captain America was, but, right. but gets power hungry. And you yeah. only see that in episode one. Yeah. In episode two, I'm sorry, episode two. I was going to say episode two, because, yeah, he comes out at the episode end of episode and then, one. Yeah, and then at the end of episode two, you, you hear him go, well, if you're not going to help me, then stay out, stay the hell out of the way. Right. And at uh, that you, moment, I was like, this guy is, he is not Captain America. He is, he's not mm-hmm. the same character. He's not the same personality. Um, he wanted us to see that in episode two, but at the end, you can tell that's not who he is. Um, yeah. And so I, I really don't know in what ways the government is going to manipulate that situation and what the government is doing behind the scenes to try to continue to make that new Captain America kind of the face of what they're doing. Right. Yeah. I think there's, there's so much that's unknown, which is almost like a a scary thought. And they did this with WandaVision too, of like, there was so much unknown going into like, episode five, episode six, and you know that there's only nine episodes in WandaVision. It's yeah. the same thing here. It's like, 
you know there's only six episodes and we're halfway through and we still don't have our main villain. We are assuming based off of multiple hints and the title of episode three, that was it's going to be the power broker. Mm-hmm. You know, we're assuming that, but we don't know for sure. We have no clue what the intention of the government is and like what global reparation council, what their role is going to be in all this kind of stuff. We have no clue what the new Captain America is going to do. Like there's just so many like unknowns already halfway through the series. And, and how and how long does Zemo's good intentions continue? Right. That was, I mean, that was a quote unquote good intentions. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Um, that, that's, that leads me kind of into the second, uh, the second episode. And I know we can kind of transition a little bit into that. We'll just kind of start because I, um, like Zemo and him, his escape, well, not his escape, but like, bringing him into this is really interesting. You kind of could foresee it happening. You know, you saw his name pop up on Bucky's journal, his notebook when trying like the people that he wants to write his wrongs for. Um, So you kind of saw that and obviously trailers and that kind of stuff portrayed Zemo coming back. Um, Yeah. What it, I don't know. It's Zemo is an interesting character and I don't know what's going to happen with him. Uh, Yeah. It's, I think it was, I, I think as far as the villains in the, you know, MCU thus far, um, as far as all the movies leading up to Endgame, I think Zemo was one of the most interesting villains in Civil War because he didn't fight a single person. No, he, and yeah, exactly. He, he tore the Avengers apart based on knowledge and getting people in the right place at the right time. Yep. Um, yep. And, and at what point do we see him get in the right place at the right time to do something that he wants to do? Again, what's his intentions? That was a big question that I had of like, it seems like Zemo's intentions are to get rid of super soldiers. As we know, super soldiers are back, but is he, is that still his intention? Is his intention to get rid of super soldiers or supers in general? That's a good. That's a good question. Because I, I mean, know. if that's the case, then you're looking at you know getting rid of sword and everyone that's affiliated with that. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, do you think at some point Zemo, his knowledge and his like ability to get people in the right place at the right time, will turn on him? will come to an end basically like he won't be able to get it i'm th- i'm thinking down the line of like if we're saying zemo is going to be this bigger villain which I, personally i don't think he is but hypothetically say he is a bigger villain in this next phase would he be able to get doctor strange to turn would you you know would he be able to get i don't i don't think so i don't think the uh i don't think the wakandans will let that happen right yeah I just, I they, think there, there's people that are too strong. Yeah. The, the you, you had plan to kill him when they first see him. So as we saw at the, very as we saw at the end of that episode <laughs> and yes. I, I had to clean up a spot on my couch because <laughs> I, I went nuts when that happened. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I think Zemo's reign is going to be short lived. 
unless mm-hmm. Bucky unless Bucky can somehow convince the Wakandans to keep him around because they need him. As he saw that he they needed him for to get to the power broker. I think we also have to consider what Bucky's intentions are too, because it was it was super interesting watching episode three how easily Bucky fell back into Winter Soldier character. That's very true. And uh, that was a okay. That was a nuts scene. Yeah, that was insane. Like that, I I legitimately felt like I was watching Winter Soldier again. I mean, just Bucky, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how he just you know Zemo is like you know ready to comply, and Bucky's just, boom killing people. Yeah. Yeah, and and Zemo's egging him on by throwing other guys in there, mm-hmm. you know, throwing throwing other dudes into him to kick the crap out of. I just, yeah, it that and does he, worry me, but at the same time, like I feel like he proved himself there when he was talking with Zemo at a cell at mm-hmm. the end of episode two. You know, of Zemo going through the list, the codes to reset Bucky's mind, and he says those codes mean nothing to me now. Yeah. Like I, I do genuinely feel like Wakanda got all of that, all the Hydra out of Bucky. Yeah. But there's, there's the anger that just Bucky himself has and like the sorrow that he has. Cause like he, he says like, I remember every kill. I remember every single one of them. Yeah. Like he has, that's why he's writing his wrongs. You know, that's why he's got that list of, he just has this hatred and this like, I don't, maybe it's not hatred, but just a sorrow that's inside of him for what he did. I just, I have a hard time seeing Bucky go bad, but I also had a hard time seeing, like, I have a hard time seeing uh, Wanda go bad. And there's a lot of conspiracy oh. out there that she, that yeah. she could. That's a whole other topic. But, anyways. Yeah. yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm wondering if, you know, because of the help that Wakanda gave to Bucky, I honestly wonder if, you know, his final reconciliation is going to be use Zemo to get what we need to fix this issue that we have and then keep the Wakandans close by so that they can get the reconciliation they need. Mm. And... And I don't have to even do it. Yeah. Like he can stay out of it. Yeah. Of deal. Like, like Zemo is gone, but, but I didn't have to necessarily do it. And I used him to get what we needed to fix this issue. Right. Right. But the other thing is, is like, I don't even, we don't even know who the power broker is. I know. Yeah. We're, I and I, I genuinely, yeah. Yeah, we have no Zemo playing them. Yeah, we have no idea. Yeah, we don't even have a voice, do we? No. We like have no character or anything. They've hinted to the power broker in every single episode. Yeah. Obviously, the third one was about you know the power broker and getting to the power broker, but and do we you know, know through the post credit scenes and stuff like that? Yeah. Do we do we know did Zemo survive the blip? Hmm. That's a really good question. We have no idea. What did what did jail systems look? Does like? it does it matter? What did, what did jail systems look like? Was he still in jail all those years, 
or did they end up having to fix the justice system somehow, get him back in jail? Was he was he in a German cell this whole time, feeling the blip? Well, don't you go back to where you were, at like when you when they if you if you did go away and That's you did true. go through yeah. the blip, so he you, would have blipped. You would just go back to you. Was. Yeah, right. So does it really matter if he blipped away or not? I think it only would if he was involved in things that happened over those five years. If he blipped away, he like, wouldn't be involved. Right. Right. So but like I'm thinking restoration council and that kind of stuff. And like the flag smashers, if he had blipped away, he wouldn't necessarily be involved. He wouldn't have been involved in that. If right. He had, so if he hadn't, but then- see, I, I don't, I don't think that he necessarily, I'll just throw up my, my theory. I don't think that he's going to be the power broker personally, mainly because again, he doesn't like super soldiers and the flag smashers are super soldiers. Mm-hmm. And so if he was part of that organization, why would he, like, he would not be so against superheroes in general if, um, you know, and, and be part of the flag smashers at the same time. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally. So I have a hard time seeing that, I guess, but who knows? I mean, he's so decisive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, what did you think of uh, of Sharon's return and her there in Marsupol Island? I, I don't. Know, I thought the Marsupol Island like scene and like everything leading up to that was incredible. Like I, that's that's a scene like I could watch over and over again. Yeah. No, I think it's. I think bringing her back is awesome because she was awesome, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I I think it's gonna take. Oh, and we, you know, we don't really know exactly what Falcon and, um, you know, Steve did in those years between Civil War and Infinity War. All, all we know is mm. when Falcon comes back in um, Infinity War and uh, Rhodey is like, man, you guys really look like crap. And Falcon's like, well, the hotels weren't exactly five stars, so we don't know what they were up to, but we know yeah. that Captain America got his shield back because of Sharon Carter. She went against... Oh, yeah, we saw... Right. ...to get that back. Right. Um, and so... And, yeah. And so she is... She's off the grid as much as they are. Right. Which is why she, you know, fled to Marsupor Island. Yeah. It'd be interesting to to see, you know, like if we were to have information like that, and this is probably something we never will have, but like she went to Marsupor Island. Did Cap and Sam go to Marsupor Island as well? I don't were think, they in the, I don't think I, Sam didn't act like he had been there before. Right. That's that's why I'm saying like I don't think we would actually know. But it wouldn't, I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe yeah, they just didn't I mean, know about it. I mean, we know that Vision and um, Wanda went to Scotland. Yeah. Like, yeah, like no idea where they went. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's. And, and who knows? I mean, we might find out some of that stuff in Black Widow. 
but that one seems pretty focused yeah. on what she did in that it's time. like it's her past yeah. yeah oh is that yeah but that's set in that timeline so and like those years that they were between civil war and infinity wars oh, oh interesting yeah okay that's so good to know we might we might find out something of where captain america and falcon went in that time but um i don't think it'll be anything that's significant necessarily yeah 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 no i i agree and there's some of those things it's like okay like doesn't really matter doesn't really affect the plot or you know the the storyline per se you Mm -hmm. know it doesn't really mess that up um Okay, I know this is something that you kind of had a gripe with, and I wanted to just kind of open this topic up of what are some things that you've been a little bit disappointed in throughout the first three episodes? Like, so, yeah, yeah, what's, what are some things you've been disappointed in? Hmm. <laughs> you know, I think it's, I think it's tough to be too disappointed about um a lot of things quite yet just because you know there i we do have loose ends still at this point but are they going to get answered you know we're yeah. only halfway um and if that's the case totally fine yeah um, i do hope that um I do hope we, we, I, I, we know we're going to find the shield that captain or that Falcon and Bucky are going to get the shield. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, we saw that in the trailers and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm disappointed with, with too much yet. I would say, no, I'm, I've heard you, you had a little disappointment in the intro song of a, uh... Oh my god! Episode yes. two. Episode two. My favorite part of any Marvel TV show is the the Marvel introduction, the 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 song, the theme song, and everything. I yep. go nuts every time. My wife looks at me like I'm an idiot when I dance. But um, <laughs> well, you do listen to their soundtrack on repeat. So, I do. I do. Uh, I, yeah. listen, I do listen to the uh, the Avengers Endgame soundtrack at work. <laughs> uh, when I'm in my office by myself, but that's fine. Um, that was, yeah, I guess that's my only disappointment was episode two. They didn't have it, but it just made it way better than episode three when they did. So when they brought it back, that it was strict separation. It was separation anxiety for one episode, and then <laughs> I I had it back in in the next one, and it was fantastic. <laughs> so you're saying that the only reason why you are disappointed in it is because it just you have such a connection to the song itself I to do. the intro. Yeah. I do. Dang. Well, I did some research on it and maybe this will change your spirits about it. It probably won't. I understand. But there is a little tie back as we kept on talking about this throughout the series. We keep getting glimpses back to previous movies and stuff. As we've kind of like learned what uh, the new Captain America's like role is right now in the government, like what they're trying to use them for is uh, more of like propaganda kind of stuff. As we see like in episode two, how he's like, I'm tired of the stupid meetings and 
doing all these interviews and all that kind of stuff. Like I want to get out there and help people. Right. It sounds very familiar to maybe Captain America, but as we saw like Captain America and the first Avenger, when he like first came on the scene and he was doing a bunch of propaganda stuff, he uh, like a lot of the songs that he came out to were kind of more of like a drum line marching band type of sound. Like a lot of those war bond commercials and that kind of stuff were, for that and so that was kind of a tie back into captain america and the same role that the new captain america is having with the old captain america yeah and i i i caught that with like the um with the the song at the beginning of episode two i i figured out like okay this is probably the intro to the new captain america is going to introduce himself to us and stuff Mm -hmm. but um i had a preconceived notion that i didn't like him and so yeah. I, I already was like, they could have done my yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> they could have done my song. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. Like, there's a lot of things that we just don't know. And I can't say that's necessarily, that's not a disappointment to me or like a, something that they just haven't like fully achieved yet. I think that they're doing a really good job of, you know, keeping us on our toes and keeping us questioning things. Um, a worry of mine that like that I have with Marvel is like TV shows are as great as Marvel is. Sometimes like that movie aspect is really, really good because like it starts and ends and you know that and it doesn't like drag on sometimes like Endgame kind of got a little long and some of the like later Marvels kind of got long. I'm not saying I didn't like them, but I'm saying that they just they and, drew, endgame was drew long. out endgame was long but i couldn't get enough so well we were in the end game and yeah. so yeah. you know <laughs> and so a worry of mine is that they're going to continue to do that but i don't like so far i haven't seen anything like it i haven't seen because like as we mentioned there's so many unanswered questions that we have right now that they have to they have to answer them yeah and knowing that there's only six episodes three episodes left to answer them like, I don't think that's going to happen, but if a fear of mine is that they, they could get into that. Um, I, think the, I think that Falcon and Winter Soldier had a bigger job of explaining what the world was like after the blip. Because in yeah. the division, we were stuck in a little bubble. We were stuck in the Hex in Westview. Yeah. Like, that's yep. where we were the entire time. And, and so the only time that we saw outside of that was when you saw what S.W.O.R.D. was doing and then right. on Wanda's trip through the past to, to see all that. Right, right. Um, but majority of that is, you know, before the blip, besides the scene when she actually yeah. goes and sees Vision's body. Yeah. Um, I think they... They're packing a lot into Falcon and Winter Soldier. They are. Um, but I think they need to because after this, we're jumping back out of reality because that's when Loki comes yeah. out. Right, exactly. So And so that's the, true. Next, the next thing after Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be, you know, that, that is involved in the present time is going to be movies 
you know, yeah. we're starting to look at this Spider-Man. Is- we're starting to look at Doctor Strange to mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, all of that kind of stuff. And we need the setup of, okay, what is the world like now? We, and I would agree with that. We need, we need that information because there's so many loopholes, so many unanswered questions, like I've been saying, of what actually happened. It was a fantastic point you made of, we don't know what happened in between there. And this is allowing us to see that. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's a great thing. I just hope my, like, again, my fear is that it is drag things on too much. Um, you know, it just exhausts that idea, that principle uh, longer than it needs to be. So far, Marvel hasn't done like in this next series, in this series, they haven't done anything to show that to me, but it's, it's always just a fear of mine with like TV shows. I've watched, you know, a lot of the other TV shows that are out there on Netflix, like the flash and arrow and stuff. And they're like 20 episode seasons and six, seven seasons kind of deal. And they just like, it's the same thing over and over and over again. Which I think, I think Disney is just killing it with yeah oh like totally wandavision is nine episodes that's it you know falcon winter soldiers it is six episodes that's it you know loki i think is seven or eight episodes that's it um because it allows them to pack each episode but not have it drag on past what we want and what we need right that's that's a fair point that's a fair point so um yeah no i agree all right last little question i have for you uh what is like your the most memorable scene so far in the first three episodes i don't know why but i had this vision when io shows up at the end of the episode i have this vision that she's wearing all black the only other time that I've seen anyone from Wakanda were all black is when um, Zuri, uh, you know, T'Challa and, um, oh gosh, what's the other gal's name? The, the warrior gal. Yeah. Oh, what is her name? I'm looking it up because I will be bothered by you need to by the fact <laughs> that i can't that's fine black panther okoye there that's it is there it is um no not okoye it's not okoye what what am i thinking it is yeah it is yeah it's okoye sorry um <laughs> it's it's the only time you you have seen anyone from Wakanda wearing all black was when those three people were standing out in uh, Tony's front lawn at his funeral. Mm. Is mm. this the introduction by her wearing all black? Is this the introduction to a post T'Challa world? Because we know Chadwick Boseman passed away. Right, right. How well, we know, gonna, yeah. How are they gonna introduce Wakanda? How are they gonna introduce the characters again from mm-hmm. Black Panther without having yeah. Black Panther? Yeah, without having him actually there. So and I Interesting. I had this I had this crazy thought of like, oh my gosh, like something happened. 
that's mm. how they're gonna they're gonna that's how they're gonna incorporate T'Challa. Interesting is that something happened, and now they are without their king. They're without their former king because because um, Zemo killed him, and right. that is why Io is there after to kill Zemo. Like there's just well, this so right, total you're right. Her wrongs, like you were saying before, yeah. there's this total yeah, and they're like in Wakanda. That, I, and that I think that's super far fetched. I I don't know how Marvel plans to, um, to kind of take on that that thing. Um, my hope is that they wait until after the multiverse opens up, and they have Michael B. Jordan come back as like an alternate black right from an alternate universe, <laughs> but he's good because I think Michael B. Jordan is awesome. And right, that would be like I loved it. This thing. But, but I don't know if that'll happen. I don't know if this is how it's yeah. looking, but I just, I had that thought when she showed up, not to mention she's just super bald and cool. So. Right. <laughs> she's, she's a badass in her own way. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Oh uh, yeah. What was- I, would, I would say, hmm. There was a couple scenes that really stood out to me. I would say. Um, for one, I already mentioned it. I loved when Sam and Bucky and Zemo were headed into Marsapur Island. I don't know. I just thought that was like such a cool little scene. And then like that fight scene in the bar, just how they were able to like, as you mentioned, like how fast Bucky snapped back into the winter soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think that, you know, that's, that's, I'm, eh, I don't know. I don't want to be. Yeah, I try not to look too into that because I don't want it to happen, but it very well could. That yeah. was like a big scene that stood out to me. Another big scene was at the very beginning when um, the new Captain America came and was like interrogating the guy that held up the Flag Smashers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, do you know who I am? And he's like, yeah, I know who you are. Like the guy just was like, yeah, I know who you are and you're nothing. Like, yeah, you're not who you are trying to represent. I just thought that was like, because oh. that's, that is a question that Captain America would never ask. He doesn't, right. he doesn't care if you know who he is. He's going to no. do the right thing, and okay. he doesn't need the recognition of doing so. Right. Yeah. And I think that that scene to me was a turning point for what I thought of, of Walker, of the new Captain America. I was like... He's not going to be good. Nope. He's not going to be good, which made me look into more. And I got a whole bunch of conspiracies and it <laughs> went down a deep rabbit hole of, hey, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was a good search. It was a good search. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that was, I think that scene to me was like probably the scene that stood out to me the most so far. I'm just like, okay, like things are happening here, things are changing. And Captain America is not going to be, he's not going to represent Captain America how he should be. No, um, I totally agree. The last, yeah, the last scene that really stood out to me was uh, during Sam's speech as he gave up the shield. Um, and it, this kept on, I've looked for this every episode, but he said um, something along the lines of like, 
there has to be new heroes that have to step up. And this basically like it's his him saying like, I'm not fit for the job. Someone has to stand up and do this. And it's almost like, and now you look and Sam is mad that, you know, who the new Captain America is and what's going on and how they're handling things. But it's almost like, yeah, but Sam, you asked for that. Like, you're the one that told them that someone has to step up Mm -hmm. and they're stepping up into that role, whether you like it or not, whether you like who's stepping up into that role, like that you asked for it. You, that's what you did when you gave the shield away. Yeah. And I just like look at that as like, like, again, as I mentioned at the very, very beginning of this is like, you see Sam's sorrow, you see Sam's hurt that he has in his heart. And he just, he knows that he's not fit to be the Captain America. And, and it's that so was like interesting. a And I, yeah, I love that point that you make because it's so interesting because think back to all the scenes of Spider-Man Follow from Home. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how Peter is in that movie. It the, the entire movie is just him, you know, saying, I, I can't do that. I'm not the next Iron Man. I'm not, I'm not who right. you guys want me to be. And and stuff. Right. And then, you know, at the end of the the movie, you know, you see him building his suit and happy is watching him. And I'm just like, that <laughs> is it. And so I'm, I, I have a feeling that, you know, we're going to get to the end of this show and it's going to be one of those things where Sam like flies down, chucks the, you know, shield at someone and we're just like, that's, let's go. That's what we wanted. And, and that's what we wanted from you. But, <laughs> but yeah, we, I think we just have to wait that one out because we yeah. see Bucky telling Sam like, this is you. Yeah. But Sam's just not ready to like accept that yet. Right. Right. And so like, yeah, exactly. Thing. Uh, do you have any you have any last questions, any thoughts? What's maybe like a, a bold prediction you have, one bold prediction the last three episodes? My bold prediction is Zemo is going to turn on them at some point and Io is going to be there when it happens and she's going to be a total baddie and just <laughs> shove that spear right through his heart. <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. all right. All right. All right. And I'm going to be like, yes, thank you. Cause I don't, <laughs> I still can't decide if I like Zemo. He gives me the, I don't know. He, he weirds me out. And, and I have not. the same, I have the same feeling of, uh, that I have towards new captain America and Zemo. Yes. Like hundred percent. I have that same feeling. Yeah. My, uh, my bold prediction here, it's going to go out on a limb, but I think that the new captain America and his sidekick, I can't remember his name right now. Um, yeah. I can't, I can't think of his name. He's pretty insignificant to me. He got beat up by that chick pretty easily. So yeah. Yeah, he did. I think, but I think that he is, I think he's going to be a super soldier. Mm. I think that he has serum in him from Dr. Nagel, which we saw in the third episode. Ah, that's, that that's I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. I think that he, his serum has been getting more and more perfected 
like the super soldiers obviously have it. We saw the super yeah, humans have it right now. We see that. But I think that the serum takes time and progresses and builds up. And it's not like Captain America, Steve Rogers, how it just happened instantly kind of deal. Interesting. So that'd be that's wild. my bold that prediction. Would be, that would be wild if that happened. Yeah. And that's where his anger comes from and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. So yeah. anyways. That'd be wild, please. man. I know. I know. It's going to be nuts. I'm looking forward to these next three episodes. Yeah, me too. Oh, man. Well, this is awesome. I love doing this. Yeah. Can't wait for the next one. Me too. Man. Cloudy cannot come soon enough. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, that's all right. This is going to be good. (laughs) All right, Clay. All right. Um, This was fun. Let's do it again soon. Yes. We will do that. See you later. All right.